Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another spooky, scary episode of the Dual Screens. I'm sorry, the Dual Screams podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and if that pun didn't make you run away in just total cringe and disgust, my guests are still here, thankfully. Yes. So with um, <laughs> joining me this week is the entire Negative Entities crew. I got three siblings developers of the lunar effect a retro horror puzzle game complete with tank controls and fixed cameras what a, what a, what a concept um, original i know yes and inspired by the art styles of resident evil and sound hill gentlemen welcome to the show how's it going good Happy thank you for having us very good All right. um, over here in Europe, it's uh, it's more of an evening, so I'm I'm yeah. winding down for the day. So we got a we got a packed house. We got Louis, Harry, and Jake Woodhouse on the show. This is incredible. Um, you know, when I heard that last name, my first thought was Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> you know, I've only seen that once. I think yeah. oh something God. to do with it, isn't it? I think, <laughs> I think I've seen that film. I can recite, I think, the entire script at this point. Because oh wow. It was one. Of the, it was one of my very few like VHS movies I had as a kid, and it was just. Mm. I think I wore that thing out playing it over and over. Me and Louie, that was uh, Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we watched the yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. over summer holidays. Right. So and this, such. yeah, nothing scarier than Jar Jar Binks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should before we dive into what the game is, I want to find out a little about you guys, what your roles are. So let's start with Harry. What, sure. what, what do you do for this project? So uh, I am main uh, narrative lead and I also do, so mainly focusing on the story aspect, um, the characters, uh, events in the game, mm -hmm. uh, and also work alongside uh, Jake and also, of course, Louis, uh, with the designs, with things like puzzles, with layouts of um, levels, uh, what we expect and, you know, upcoming uh, things like cutscenes and uh, general design principles. Mm -hmm. And uh, Louis, what is your role in this machine that is negative entities i am uh i'm the art i do artists i uh do all the 3d modeling uh lighting all that kind of stuff and i'm also uh a programmer so i uh he's the engine also make it work I, yeah <laughs> i am yeah basically that's, that's probably a good description bring all it, this shit to life basically yeah i make it glue. Uh, I'm the one who goes, wait, we, this needs to be something that could work, that exists. This needs to be a game. <laughs> Not an idea. <laughs> How to make it, yeah. Mm. And uh, I guess I'll introduce myself. Yes. So I'm Jake. I'm the eldest of the three of us. Mm. Um, and I originally came on um, just doing music because uh, in my life up until now, I've, I've made music for a living. Um until COVID, obviously. But COVID was a good opportunity to kind of delve into some other projects. Me and Louis had always, always talked about, like, because Louis's always been fascinated by video games since he was a kid. And um, he kind of progressed through that career and started actually doing it. And we'd always talked about doing stuff. Harry, at the same time, was doing it. And these two kind of paired off for a while. And then I kind of jumped back in and was... I had my own kind of renaissance of things a few years ago with video games. And uh, 
I started out doing the music for the demo, but in the process of trying to understand more about like what was going on with the story and the layout and everything like that to, in order to make the music fit well enough, um, I ended up getting so much more fascinated with the process as well. Like Harry says, so I'm of in the video game dev kind of terms of things, I'm very much a noob in this stuff um but i'm happily learning helping out where i can i kind of at the moment until i kind of learn some more i'm kind of in like editing i kind of say (laughs) i come in and and kind of try to make things coherent from it from a different add in another voice but i'd say that's true yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah you uh you picked the hell of a genre to do music for because i think when it comes to horror and setting the right atmosphere and tone music is like up there in sound with any kind of graphics or or assets so mm-hmm. kudos to you for taking that i think that, I'd, in my head down. i'd always do, i was either always going to be a horror game that i was going to do music for or some sort of sci-fi game mm. to me because i make techno music so I I still do. I keep saying I used to, but I guess I technically still do. But this has been my most, uh, my biggest focus these days. So Mm. whose whose baby is this? Who did this spring from first, and then? I was going to point on the screens, but I don't know which way it's going to (laughs) come out. I would say it's It's Louis and Harry. Louis initially. Louis kind of yeah. I I was because I do uh, I worked as a video game artist uh, professionally for a few years now at, uh, at a uh, studio in the UK, Firesprite, which was, it, it was cool. It was in the news recently, acquired mm-hmm. it was now a first party Sony. They studio. were just on the show. We're talking about, um, oh, really? oh my God, Persistence. It almost oh, left really? my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I super was, weird. I was I talking to that. Scott. That's yeah, Scotty, he's a good guy. Um, oh, that's where yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well, research. God, <laughs> every time I get a guest on show, it's a little bit smaller, the game dev world, I feel. Mm, <laughs> it is. It definitely is. It is a very small world. <laughs> mm, well, yeah, I work, as you definitely know, that I work <laughs> that, that studio. And uh, I especially, I spend a lot, so much of my time just working on uh, portfolio stuff always and thinking about how I can get better positions and move up and etc and once I kind of found this place and I was so happy with it well the first time I kind of finally was like I could just use that time in my spare time but make something that I want to make instead and it was just around then that the uh the uh haunted ps1 demo disc Mm. first came out that I'd or I've seen some bits of like ps1 style uh indie games come out and it was starting to float in my mind but once that hit I was like I think that's what I want to do because it's the catalyst you could say yeah yeah exactly that made me start going I think I could do this this could be fun and you know I you know it's the it's the fun break I you know between like more triple a graphics in the day and then I get to come and get really nuanced and really weird about (laughs) which is Mm, especially been especially been uh, fun for me because I a bunch of the senior staff some of my friends at work have worked on like Wipeout and other PS1 games themselves and they're all like 
Why do you care about Louise Wormwood? <laughs> Why do you want to? It was a nightmare. It was horrible to work with. I'm like, I don't know, but I, I want to. <laughs> Nostalgia, uh, I guess. Exactly. And so because of that, I then Harry was, was uh, trying to get another design job at the time. And I was like, let's, let's work on this project together. And that can kind of we can all kind of help each other move forward. Yeah, it was to add to my kind of portfolio at the time, because at the time I didn't really have much to go into the route I wanted to. And so we thought this was going to be like a five minute game or 10 minute. It was very different. <laughs> when you first pitched it, it was super different to where it ended up. Yeah, to totally. Yeah, um, and we, we basically were partially making it that. And then I happened to land the job midway of us making it. And we went, might as well carry on. Might as well just keep mm. going. And that was by the time of when the demo disc was like an idea coming out and it was just moving the hurdles little bit by little bit until kind of where we are now, basically. I had a, I basically had a golden goose given to me that by the time <laughs> I was brought onto it, they'd already done a year of pre-production of everything. So it was, it was mostly kind of done by the time I got involved. So now we're moving into pro, proper pre-production. Mm. I, this is, um, I'm seeing what I missed out on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. A whole lot of workflows and planning and etc. Et a lot of work. Mm. A lot, yeah. lot of work. Especially because <laughs> a lot of time we'll kind of plan something, kind of make something, and then be like, okay, it'll be kind of like this, but not uh, just only a little bit more. But then we would kind of, some people would play it, we'd play it, and we'd be like, this is really cool though, actually. And then like mm. kind of build it a bit more and, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, until we're very sure we're like, this is a, I think this is something that's really exciting. <laughs> something we think we can we yeah. go full the distance and go through the uh, full indie journey. <laughs> there's, there's something that's so charming about PS1 style graphics. It's, mm. is it someone's face? Is it a pile of mud? You really can't tell. <laughs> sometimes what's going on if things are just abstract and obscure enough where it lets your mind do a lot of the guesswork to fill in the blanks as to what you're really seeing mm. and that that lends itself so perfectly to the horror genre absolutely i mean mm. just like old the old films that made just like uh, in people's garages with like barely any money you know with all like all kinds of terrible fake blood and stuff it's <laughs> all that kind of spirit of like oh we will, you know if we just make it dark and grainy we can you know we can the, the audience will fill in the gaps and yeah <laughs> Libby definitely- is very much the um the uh what's the word the flag holder for the ps1 style mm-hmm. thing um like i say he brought us into this um myself and harry we i mean i me and Libby really grew up during that era of play, ps1 games and i do love that era completely but I think I'd say me and Harry were, we didn't really mind what we made. We kind of were happy making stuff. Um, I think there is something to be said about the fact that it's a lot, I want to say easier to make instead of mm. you're not making AAA stuff. Um, mm. But Louis does put in a, a lot of work to make, to give it that old feel, like the differing mm. stuff, right. um, which yeah. kind of really adds the salt on the top. <laughs> yeah, but me and Harry usually have it on pixelation right. off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have complete pixelation off. I want to see what I'm actually yeah. seeing. Oh, I, I didn't grow up in that era, so I mean, it wasn't my I kind of thing. I always have it on, but I feel like at this point I kind of have to. Someone's got to test it on. No, I like it. 
<laughs> I do. It gives us uh, it gives us mm. a like kind of I don't know with music and stuff. It's always like this idea that you make the most interesting stuff when you give yourself these certain different rules to follow and you stick by. And I think mm. it's an interesting one because I'm not against it at all. I do like it, and it's it makes it challenging. So we we're, we're like currently coming up with like um, cutscenes and and stuff like that now, where we have to suddenly go, well, okay, this is how we're going to make this look as cool as we're envisioning it with our 21st century minds right now, but in a PS1 style. Yeah, mm. and the game, it, it looks like a end-of-life PS1 game that really knew what the hardware could do graphically. Mm. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a little it's, like, yeah. Inspiration, it's why we call it inspired. Right, yeah. and exactly. then it's also when you first start the demo and it shows you a nice little PS1 controller saying, oh, use the gamepad. I'm like, oh my God, it's like it really, it really sends you back like 20 years. And that screen, mm. we spent so long over that screen. <laughs> over button layouts. and Oh my word. Mm. Like, it's funny. I didn't realize. I look at games now and play completely differently because I see how you can get caught up over the strangest things that you never would have guessed. Arguments but, uh, about whether Square is interact or X is interact. Mm. Uh, that is actually a good question. Working. That is, we've, we've recently been having this argument of whether Square is interact or X is interact mm. to most people. And I'm interested to see what what would you say? Would you say Square is interact or X? I think I go more for an X. That's fair. X guy. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But you have come across Square is interact, <laughs> or are we just, or did we just imagine this? Because I'm starting oh, to think. No. Maybe... <laughs> I'm I'm thinking back to like Resident Evil One, Two, and Three, Silent Hill on PS1. What was the configuration? I'm pretty sure it was like... <laughs> actually Louis smiling. I know exactly. I, know I think exactly X. What it was. I think it Square. Was X. I think Square is to run. Hold square right. to run, and then X is to pick up shit, open doors. So half the people here is Team X. Half the people here are Team Square. Yeah. I'm, I, half of us are wrong, half of us are right, but we'll leave it there. It could to be me, like X a, is select. It could be <laughs> like the Interact. Mandela effect. You know, maybe you thought it was mm. square. You remembered a square growing up. I just mm. need to I need to get a lawyer or something, get to give us some like okay here's my documentation and my official <laughs> square is the interact button yeah so, i don't know it's funny little things like this <laughs> what what is this game what is lunar effect what's what can you tell us about this game? i think harry's the best the most qualified person <laughs> yeah. to answer this question i guess um so as a game it's like a i guess like a psychological horror <laughs> mm-hmm puzzle kind of game uh and then like a brief overview of what it's going to be is the player finds himself you know um suddenly in this mysterious mansion and as they progress through this house they find that there's puzzles laid out and there's some sort of vague story starting to form and a mystery of how you got here um and as they go through they kind of realize that the not everything is as it seems and and the roots of the story of this house go far deeper than what is to be expected and that's that's really all I can give away about it because it's mm. a story where it's one of those stories where as soon as you learn the little bit of detail of what you're going into it starts to unravel um so you can only really give away the premise right. um, of it so mm. far yeah I have to be careful because I'm so excited about it it's hard not to talk about stuff sometimes yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um it's definitely I don't think you could get a clear idea of 
of where it's going based on the demo. Let's just say that. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Demo is kind of like a very much a teaser of yeah. what to expect, but very much a drop in the ocean. Now, yeah. is this strictly a puzzle game or can we expect any sort of combat like the old school Resident Good Evil question. games of the PS1 question. days? Louis, do you want to drop a little bit about that? Yeah, Larry. An ideology yeah. about why we've chosen a certain route. Uh, yeah, uh, there will be no combat in the mm-hmm. game. It was a very conscious decision thinking about, so I wanted to kind of, you know, I wanted to kind of, to kind of feel like Resident Evil or Silent Hill, but in terms of a lot of thematically, I was thinking more Silent Hill. Obviously, Resident Evil makes Resident Evil wouldn't be Resident Evil without combat. It is, I mean, it's zombies after all. But like with Silent Hill, I really loved. I really drew me in with the atmosphere and the characters and etc. and the puzzles. But I always felt like the big letdown in any Silent Hill game is the combat. It's always <laughs> mediocre, and I've always mm. thought like, what would what would they have done if they didn't like live in an era where it was like every game has to have combat that's right. you know the 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 people upstairs would be like it has to have combat there's no way around it because mm. it doesn't feel like it was really like something they connect with as much and so it made me think about how it would be interesting to try to make a game like that but without relying on just generic combat yeah, it's one of the, going back to what I said before about the, the challenges that we set ourselves is mm. to, to kind of instill that fear in other ways instead of just kind of going, oh my God, it's coming at you. You just got to unload your shotgun shells right. into its face. Um, there's, we haven't even, it's funny because so far we've been coming up with some ideas for things. And at first, when you set yourself these challenges, you get a little bit kind of, you get a bit worried go, okay, well, this is all based on the idea that we come up with something. Mm. But as we've been naturally going through, it's it's kind of all made sense so far, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Um, we've never really had to kind of go, right, how the hell are we going to do this in this moment? It's kind of as Harry's been writing the story and we've been fleshing it out, each moment feels kind of like it naturally goes in. And we also don't want it to be just like, you're running and stop. Now you've got to do a little ball puzzle. It's yeah. it, that doesn't make sense. We're going to try that was and a keep big it part of writing it in terms of in terms of yeah, coming up with not everything being just a straight puzzle. And that was a everything can be a puzzle, but not a classic puzzle as you know Rubik's cube and it's a saw trap or something in the middle of the floor. Right. Um, and it's <laughs> it's creating and a big ideology is creating tension and different ways of creating tension, whether that be through time limits through. Um, other things kind of coming at you and different varying of tensions that way uh, and creating puzzles which aren't typical puzzles so to speak so mm. that's a big part of it is um, of you know evasions and and so it's discovering certain things and just being creative and trying to do as many different things as possible without having a shotgun in your hand one thing we actually um, learned from the demo process actually so I'll let you carry on in the <laughs> was um, the part of we were very lucky that when we when we got the demo together, we actually finished it with more than enough time, which gave us loads of time to uh, do a lot of testing with people, people that we knew, mm. friends and whatever. And in that process, we kind of just not discovered because it was always there, but we realized the value of like doing puzzles, puzzles that weren't so much like riddle me this or whatever. Mm. It was like a case of manually do something and i uh, think that kind of helped inspire us a bit sorry Libby, what were you going to say i was going to say as much as obviously thinking about 
how uh, doing the non-combat based uh, gameplay and puzzles and stuff. But at the same time, something I wanted to make sure we always avoid as well is going more of the, you know, like the amnesia route of like hide in the cupboard every five minutes and hopefully wait and not just have a like a, a death sequence and go, okay again because mm. I've always found part of that is just it's a it's a tough mechanic to to engage with for a full length of a game which is why I've kind of in some ways fallen slightly out of love of uh, games like that now especially on repeat plays mm. and uh, at the same time like uh, feeling like um, oh man, my mind went blank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, but yeah, just like uh, just varying. You know, not <laughs> keeping it varied. Keeping it varied and not too mm. not same. Finding, basically, yeah, finding the balance Which between are... the two, so right. it's not like always. Especially, oh, yeah, that was it. Because sometimes I've always found that I'm most scared and like, oh, it's something that might catch me or etc. But then it does, and then it's like okay, that's what happens. And then suddenly the fear drains out and it's like, okay, it just, I, it mm. just I, a death screen is what, I, is what happens. Right. Can, it's, know. you know, I look to games like Clock Tower, which have no mm. direct combat with that thing that's pursuing you while you play. And it has that, that balance of there's something chasing me, but it gives me enough time to enjoy the world. And then, you have sprinkled in moments that kind of give you a little bit of fear. It's not just, mm. I got to go in a closet. This thing's going to stab me. Okay. I'm safe now. I can go back to exploring. Oh fuck. It's back again. That could get kind of tiresome in that scenario. Mm. But if you leave enough mm. room where I can enjoy the world, where I can see what's going on, get a sense of the lore and sort of like fall into it and then shit there's this thing that's also out here that's following me pursuing me mm. that's how you can make in in, in a non-combat mm. scenario absolutely and yeah. not to not to uh give too much of a hint of things to come but clock tower is definitely another inspiration mm. Oh, it's been it's been brought Good up shit. in meetings that's for Good sure because <laughs> um, also harry harry's is for, for example is written everything that's written in the demo and everything is written by harry um and there was some really great stuff and it's funny like i said this is my first experience making a game and it was so funny kind of like watching people play and just being like oh they're all missing the best interact like there's an interact mm. where which we have in the corridor where you can actually like there's so a, about a, this. We, yeah we really like it it's a <laughs> shot of the character looking up at the uh, paintings mm. and so, everyone yeah. always just runs past each and, thing oh. has its own interact and it says who it's yeah. by and the name of the painting and a, and a comment on it i've yet to see a single person interact with them yeah in any you, game need, play you, need me, you need me in your focus group i'm always about like, <laughs> what's happening behind me i'm gonna become like, my favorite player gotta like <laughs> press square against everything to interact right guys <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Right answer. Yeah, but we um, it uh, is it's it's interesting in terms of in terms of writing this is uh, something that you have to constantly check up on yourself is pacing, and especially in a horror game, is pacing is incredibly mm -hmm. important because, like you were saying, these rise and falls of tension moments um, have it too frequently, and it loses its effect. You know, mm -hmm. it just becomes more you, you're not as scared anymore. Having it too right. in between, it's it's good it can create more like oh it's gonna happen now it's gonna happen now but then it can just dull and it just doesn't nothing happens so it's it's striking that real balance between the two and tension and pacing is two of the key words i say for writing 
An interesting part about the demo, actually, as well, is um, just showed me how much that your 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 scenario and your setting can put so much in the mind of the player without you having to say anything. For example, we have a, a moment in the game where you hear, you you complete a puzzle and then you hear a window break in the distance, and I can't remember exactly when, but we saw someone playing it or a few people playing it, and then they were all like what's in here with me now? Oh, what's, there's something in here. And it's so funny how you get so like tracked with what you're doing. We just wanted people to go to another room at the end of the day. <laughs> we were like, we just want to get them out of the room and go mm -hmm. to another place to find that there's some other stuff going on. Right. And it's crazy how you can actually end up making things more scary than you even intended. And I think so far that's where it goes. And Harry's very good at setting, creating a world at the moment. And I think... As he said, I'm kind of there to kind of make sure it's as refined as possible. Yeah, sanity it's, check it, basically. Yeah. yeah. So if, it doesn't if, get if I had a lofty. choice, it would be a film. You know, so I yeah, we have this discussion a lot. Um, if it was up to Harry, he writes things, and then we, I have to come in and go, right, but how, how are we going to play this? Mm. How are we going to actually do this? And mm. how is the player going to experience this? Um, and that's where I take Harry's stuff. I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of almost a middleman, but not really. Mm. I kind of take Harry's stuff. And then I go, okay, this seems good. Louis, can you actually do this? And can you go back and now rewrite everything so that we can do this new idea that we have? That's usually yeah. how it goes. Yeah, definitely a good middleman. Because, yeah, if it was up to me, it would be the most meticulous, like, PS1-style game that would, have, would be so perfectly accurate and 10 people would love it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, Harry and Louis would be so film. happy with that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Harry would make a film. And that's one of the good things. I think uh, we really do work well together and we really do yeah. bounce off each other very nicely to find a, a perfect yeah. middle ground. We're such way. great brothers. No, yeah, so it turns good. out. We've definitely been at each other's throats, but that's part yeah. of the fun of it. Mm -hmm. um, mm. uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'd go, like Louis said, if, if it was up to Louis, he'd make a game that was very specific for a small amount of people. And I think also yeah. similar for Harry. Harry has a very specific thing he wants to do. I kind of try to do my best to come in and kind of bring the both of two worlds and kind of go, yeah, but have you thought about that this is mm. what they might feel in this moment or this is what they might think? Not so mm. much, I'm not writing things so much, but I'm trying to really be the player as much as I can right. at times. I think it also comes from not working in the industry mm. as well so much. Um, I mean, right. we all grew up in the same kind of environment of loving video games growing up. And we, we these two went in very similar ways. I went off in a different way, and I still always loved it. It was always the thing that brought us all together. So I do have that love of it, but I also maybe, at least for now, I need to make the most of it, have some fresh eyes on stuff. Mm. I don't yeah. know if it's right though. <laughs> right. And you know, going back to your earlier point, I feel like the worst enemy of a horror game is too much hand holding or exposition. Like you don't want a sign to say, oh, go down the corridor to your left for the next key thing. <laughs> And yeah, it's, and, and not too many is, keys as well. Right, that's, yeah. that's another thing we try that's to a, limit ourselves. Keys so. that aren't keys. That's a, resi <laughs> that's a resident yeah, evil pitfall. Yeah. Like, I'm too focused <laughs> on my rooster key, my. Now I've got a combined Wizard key, yeah. Yeah, I've got a farm key. So true. So true. Yeah. Absolutely. What? It's funny, we actually discussed it 
before we came here sorry mm. that um i think actually louis is because i actually never played resident evil or silent hill mm. as a kid honestly the reason is because i grew up terrified of zombies so i never every time it was like oh this is new resident evil i was like i'm sure it's great but I am going to be as far away from that as I possibly can. I still kind of am not great with them, to be honest. <laughs> but I, in the process of doing this, I did kind of watch some stuff, read up about it, and I do I think it's super cool. I always knew everyone loved it, but it's kind of interesting. Louis is the real kind of focus of the like uh, that genre. I mean, I think, Harry, you didn't... Did you play Silent Hill? No. I'm not sure. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, uh... I want. I always wanted to, but I was yeah, too scared. I was way too oh, scared. It's just it's not my <laughs> style of game. I'm very picky. I'm very picky in terms oh, he's of so what picky. I want to play. Oh my god, he's, <laughs> he's, he's so worst picky. to try to, <laughs> to, to, to yeah. play anything. He's just like that. I can't. Like, I can't. Please. We're, we're, they were trying to get, make me play um, Bloodborne, which I'd never played before. Ooh, that's a good. You one. will finish it. Um, you will. I beat. Oh, you guys remind me with names. Werewolf guy. First. First guy. Oh, yeah. Gascoigne. Wait. Oh yes. Did, did, yeah. did you mean, yeah. mean Gascoigne or do you mean Cleric yeah. Beast? No, no, no. The, uh, oh, I mean Cleric Beast and Gascoigne first time going well, and then I went for. Vicar wedding, Amelia. wedding at Vicar Amelia. Vicar Amelia. Mm. I just got frustrated. I couldn't. I just lost all my health potions. I lost all my insight, and I was just like, "Whatever." I'm gonna go watch a YouTube video about the law of this game. Instead, yeah. that's, that's what I'm there for. I yeah, that's what we were trying to get to do. We were like, "You need to watch. You need so to I'm learn the story thinking. of this." Mm. No, maybe you'll fare better. There's an actual a PS1 demic of Bloodborne being worked on right now by a small. Mm. I've seen people. this. Yeah, yeah so by I'm more interested in Bloodborne cut. Yeah, I know. Bloodborne it's basically cut. a dream, unsurprisingly. So, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's doing some amazing work with that, actually. I've mm. been following that. She's a, she's an amazing uh, developer in general. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I definitely... I, I love the Bloodborne cut. But I'm so happy that she's <laughs> Yeah, I would love to just play Bloodborne cut. Yeah. <laughs> we secretly all do. It's. <laughs> I would say, if you're, if you're going to, like, remaster or re-release that game at some point, Sony, just you're going to... Tag that in there, Fingers just for, just for the meme of it. It's um, funny because I think that I could probably attribute that game to my actually even getting involved in all of this. Really, I think that was my catalyst mm. that kind of really got me back into. Because I still, I think if when I listen to my when I see my Spotify Wrapped, I think for this year it's going to be completely the Bloodborne soundtrack because mm. that's all I've been listening to. So um, it was the first time i really played a game in a long time because i always felt like this when i was younger but I, playing that game made me suddenly go whoa this is an art form like i it's so many different ways like music and storytelling and challenge and stuff like that um even though i actually think i maybe prefer dark souls but i never mm. tried any of these games because i i felt like i wasn't a very good gamer mm. um and then i went back and beat these games and now i'm just I don't know, I feel like I went sat in Miyazaki's like masterclass, basically. <laughs> it's 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 so fun seeing a Japanese take on like a Lovecraftian Eldritch kind of horror story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's so neat seeing that. Yeah, personally, I think it's the best Lovecraftian cosmic mm-hmm. horror game yeah. to exist. In, I don't even think it's just a game, I think in media, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't Probably, think of yeah. maybe I just haven't seen a movie or a TV show or it's some good I mean, ones, but, books, even then, but 
Mm. Louis very much has always been interested in this kind of stuff. He's uh, oh, yeah, God, I've, I've read, read every I've read every Lovecraft story he wrote at least four times. Even read Dante's Inferno as well. Yeah, I read that. Times. <laughs> I remember a, when we were growing up, I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read Lord of the Rings when I was ten. That was dry. Jesus, but it's a good. It's still good. I mean, but I, I prefer the film to be honest. Actually, yeah. actually true <laughs> i yeah, started, yeah, I started reading it, watches, it and there was only so many ways he could describe a candle or it just was like oh, oh my god. god he just <laughs> loves to talk about roads that man yeah, is obsessed. fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. he set the scene what can i say mm, exactly, exactly. when you guys are playing the old ps1 games either a replay or for the first time like in jake's uh situation do you say to yourselves, how can I improve on these formulas, these mechanics like tank controls, the fixed angles of the camera? What's the mindset like when you're trying to recreate those and also bring them to a more modern audience? Well, mm. Louis is definitely the flag holder for the tank mm. controls thing as well. Yeah, Once again, absolutely. <laughs> anything yeah. that yeah. I, I, it was something that I wasn't, I, there was a lot of things I wasn't keen on, like tank controls, yeah. and I thought they were limitations rather than hurdles to overcome but i guess louis you can talk about it better in terms of why yeah well that's the thing if anything now we're adding a camera based controls option to it but in my mind it's almost so people can see why that tank controls are better but <laughs> and once again i'm of the opinion let's give the option for both mm, like, exactly you know. it's fine no one can complain at least that part but i'm being firmly in the tank control part. but i mean it just it's one of those things where, especially a lot of people just think, why is it controlled strangely? Why is it kind of like this? But then and once you start trying to move in camera-based mode, you start to see the reasons why, mm. so that you don't, with a fixed camera, since the camera angle keeps changing, what's the constant? The constant mm. is the player and the player's position. And so that's why tank controls work so well for fixed cameras. Because the one thing that will always remain the same, no matter what angle is, where is the player facing? Mm. So therefore that works. Whereas camera based, you can accidentally end up looping back and forth between two camera cuts very quickly mm. because forward is in the opposite direction now. But I mean, there's, there's ways to get around it, uh, at least usually adding a delay to uh, camera position. So it keeps the previous one for a couple of seconds before it swaps and stuff like that. But yeah. There was, I definitely did see some benefits to the tank control stuff because it gives you more narrative control because you you decide what they see when they enter the room and how they see and how close they are to seeing it stuff like that like my favorite shot actually is the over the head shot down in the um fuse room where you do the fuse puzzle mm -hmm. stuff like that i even me who was working on the game when i first saw that was like oh this is like classic ps1 style this mm -hmm. is great um, I loved that. And I really do want to, this is why I'm kind of like, I, I do understand Louise, but then when I started trying to play it, I was like, God damn it, there was a reason. <laughs> I used to hate doing this. <laughs> Even when it was out, I used to like, Cro I went back and played Croc the other day. I was going to oh, talk yeah. about Croc. I love Croc. Tank and control. I loved hey, it. Croc is oh tank controls? Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. third person, yeah. but tank control. It was hard as balls. For a oh, it was platform. so hard. Yeah, yeah. 3D third, third I completely platform. forgot. Oh my god! I was taken clunky. back to this like rage as a like kid. Bubsy. Just, like <laughs> Bubsy was a whole other ball game. Oh, we had, we had that, didn't we? 
Bubsy. Yeah, we did. I, think, I played Bubsy at some point. I, yeah. I think we and all there's another one called like Silicon Valley or something. Oh my god. Silicone something. Oh my god. There was like few <laughs> chips. But yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of them did it. It was badly. weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. One thing I think in terms of um like I, I do look back at those from a narrative and kind of cutscene and story point of view and is it's very limiting in terms of cutscenes and telling a scene in terms mm. of unlike now where you have facial like deep facial expressions and you can mm. convey stuff with a big body languages and things like that you didn't really back then you had like ps1 level hagrid telling you to go catch the you're a wizard <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's the things you have to rely on more so is the actual text and camera based and how that's mm. moving and basic mm. stuff in scene as well as if you can and if you're if, you know if you're making a game that can afford it is voice acting which mm. you have to focus on even more and bring out even more you, you take that from the resident evil games and their cutscenes, and you try and like i say you try and imagine them without any voice acting and just how dead the scene would feel mm. so you have to just you know heavily rely on those limitations but just double mm. down with what you need to yeah, you get more creative. Right. Yeah, That's definitely it. one of our ideologies was always like trying to find a way, uh, is trying to find improvements on uh, on the classics and how they work and, you know, bringing them to a modern audience in a way that doesn't, mm. isn't too antiquated and, you know, stuff, you know, flaws that are, as some of them can be as charming as they can be, sometimes flaws are flaws. And mm. it's not worth like continuing them if it's just gonna, yeah. if it doesn't add anything, you know. I used so. to get blisters on my thumbs from using the D-pad all the time. <laughs> it's like, there's things about it that are like, once you get back into that zone, you're like, and you actually experience it at the time, you go, there was some stuff that wasn't great about mm. it. Um, so mm. it's it's cherry picking those moments from it that, that kind of bring out the best of it. And I think this is why I actually, to me, I don't see it as we're making a PS1 game. Um, I see it as it's inspired by. Um, we're not we're not looking to or trying to make Resident Evil or, or Silent Hill. Right. Um, it started off as the kind of skeleton of it, but it's uh, we're trying to do our own thing a bit. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> that's what everybody <laughs> says. <laughs> but it's... There's so much fun and to have with, like we were saying, limiting yourself, I think. Mm. And something I've always, I've had with this is that I've, in my mind, I've always been, I'm not, I don't want to just make a PS1 game. I want to make, a, I want to make what I remember PS1 being, mm. not what PS1 was. Like the rose tinted version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Because I've already found, you know, people play it and they're like, oh yeah, this is just what I remember PS1 being last. Also, obviously, through this, I've learned a lot about the limitations of PS1, and it is absolutely mm. nowhere like it's it's far too like high poly and advanced in so many different ways <laughs> that it could not absolutely not exist on PS1, but it looks like it could. I think it's the same yeah. kind of Thing that makes people look at a ps4 game that's not quite next gen and go oh it looks like a ps2 game and completely yeah. forgetting that ps2 <laughs> did, absolutely did not look that good i mean it looked good yeah. really good but like that still looks like a ps4 game it doesn't right <laughs> it's not the same so yeah yeah it's you know especially i out of all of us i am 
I've uh, far too much of an emulator fan. I, I was just about to say Louis an emulation. He has any way he can find that guilty Retroid yeah. pocket. I've got like a. He, if he could, if he Odin, could play, like, <laughs> if he could emulate his life, he would. Yeah. If he, yeah, if he could put medieval <laughs> on a Sony fr- on a like Samsung fridge, fridge or something, he would hundred percent do it. Absolutely. He'd be like, I have to get this is the fridge I have to get because look mm-hmm. at all the games I can play. I just put my SD card in. Right. Yeah. Suddenly exactly. I've got all of these games, and it's funny because I think Louis, if he could turn everywhere he turns, he could just play. All these games. <laughs> that's my goal. That's what that's I want. That's my goal. That's what just I want. Just looks up and at any he's moment, got any time or something. I can just <laughs> pull out an emulator device and play because, uh, yeah, like you said, it's been interesting playing a lot of the older stuff again and thinking about that kind of stuff since we started and thinking about what kind of limitation they had, what they did with their limitations, especially now knowing technologically what their limitations was, and thinking about how, you know, what if what if I were to remake this game now? What changes would I make and how would that mm. improve, you know? And, yeah, it's made me also play a lot of uh, PS1 games that I never played in my youth mm. and playing now and being like, this, wow, this holds up. The, the oh, what was one. that game that you're saying? Front you Mission 3. Oh, yeah, keep Front trying to get I had no idea about it, especially <laughs> being such a big Squaresoft fan and Fantasy fan and Square Enix fan. Like, I can't believe it took me so long to know the existence of the Front Mission series. But It looks good. I just have too big of a list of games to get through. It looks so good for a PS1 game. It looks so good for a PS1 game that it looks like a a good indie studio now is making a Mm -hmm. PS1-style game. It looks that level of like, wow, how did they make it look this good back then? And the way it plays and stuff, it's, it's fun to every now and then see something that wasn't, was clearly pushing the envelope in a way that makes it now like still hold up compared to other ones where I'm like, it's good, but I can definitely see the age of it. It's easy to forget that back in the day, Squaresoft were known for being having the best graphics. Right. Mm, And it doesn't feel like it now, but he had the most cutting edge graphics at the time. I mean, you look at FF7 now and it looks like, why are these malformed humans? Like, what are they doing? But at the time, it was just like, I can't believe I get to interact in three dimensions. This is crazy. By the like, way, I had the same issue with FF7. We are of different generations. It took too it long. Does. I wanted to know the story. And I had to it go and does. do these random encounters every five seconds. So It does. But this is why I love this fast forward mode now on games. Mm. I play it like once a year because it's, yeah, I don't know. That was, I don't know, I always tell this story of, like, we got the game, me and Louis. I mean, wait, it came out in 97. You were yep. born in 97. 98. 98. 98. So Harry was one when, when oh, we were playing Oh, my this. God. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. done it. Talking yeah. to a child. I'm like pushing 40. <laughs> I was like, That's what I mean. Well, me and Louis are, like, we're touching the uh, our early 30s. I'm a... Uh, I'm over 30, Louis 30 now. But um we we were playing this game and it was we always read like com like not comic books, um video magazines. game magazines and mm-hmm. like PlayStation Now or was it PlayStation Now? What was it called? I just can't remember. It was like, read yeah. everything we could. magazine was one of those. Yeah, we used to read that a lot. And I remember we always used to have this thing where you'd read the guide 
before you play or we used to i don't know maybe everyone else didn't even <laughs> on the internet but we would read the guide before playing every game mm. and then by the time we played it we were like yes we can finally play it um but final fantasy 7 was one of those and the beginning bombing run mission mm. we redid probably for i don't know two three months because we didn't know that in the elevator the big yellow button you could interact with it, it we'd never mm. done anything it was a background like element we didn't it was like we'd never the, even considered oh, it we like rendered it's part of the background and we didn't think because didn't it wasn't think 3d you couldn't interact with the background it's just we assumed we'd image. walk in and then the elevator would just go because everything right. else we played up until then would do that and that that moment when I literally remember that moment. It's like etched into my brain where I'm just running around clicking circle. And then suddenly I just, with my big hoof hand, go donk. And then suddenly it goes. And we suddenly felt like we'd like unlocked the rest of this game <laughs> yeah, where yeah. we barely even touched the surface of it. So but we many got, hours in such a we thought it, we minutes the of the game. <laughs> but this yeah. is the, the age of discs being scratched and stuff. And we oh, were yeah. notorious. That was like the beginning of 2001 Space Odyssey. Where the monkey's yeah. going to create fire. And it literally <laughs> was. We were. We were bouncing up and down like those, those apes. Mm, we like, made an LMA move. No. Yeah, we finally were able to. And then we got killed by the laser because yeah. it said the wrong thing. But yep, bad translation. It's but like, from that, we, that kind of is why this game, for example, or like it just really made me realize like, holy crap, like these games can be so much more than just croc or something mm -hmm. like that where which don't get me wrong i love croc but right. it was croc. just suddenly it was like because we were always confused because we don't just touch this game and they were like but there's three discs like what the hell <laughs> how do we, what the hell's going on like and we didn't even know i remember we played that for so long because we didn't have the internet and stuff and we were spending ages trying to find ultimate weapons i remember having dreams about finding it mm. and and so waking up and being like, I have a feeling it's going to be like over Cosmo Canyon. And then oh we'd go God. and it wasn't there at the time. <laughs> it was crazy. And it was so such a nice time mm -hmm. to, to be like, I mean, we I remember it was at a time we used to like ask you, we'd be like, Mom, can we play PlayStation, please? Mm -hmm. Please, can we play PlayStation? Mm -hmm. And I don't I feel like those kind of times I do miss. And PlayStation was really like yeah. ubiquitous with that feeling, I think. Yeah. We always wanted an N64, but we never got one. I still hold them <laughs> on the fence. Yeah. Although, in hindsight, when we said she was like, we said like only of like a few years ago, like, oh man, we always wanted an N64. And she was like, we didn't even ask for one. We, don't, like, we literally did every know. opportunity. I don't even remember asking her, to be fair. I feel like I, I just want, I expected her to know. And I was just like, I'll tell you how I remember. I remember being incredibly, an incredibly That's rude it. child. I remember being out. And she bought some clothes and I knew exactly how much an N64 cost. Oh, and I, I remember I seeing, and funny. I remember she bought some a dress or some clothes or something. And then afterwards she got it. And I just, you know, with that money, you could have got an N64. And she was so <laughs> pissed off. Oh I was God. so little I and I look back on it and I'm so cringe about it, but we wanted you it so bad. I just wanted it so bad. We was we just really wanted to play Legend of Zelda. Yeah, right. yeah. I read that guide so much. Louis, by the time we played yeah, it, Louis yeah. literally was like, "Okay, so go around there, do that, go there. Okay, under there, you got get this and this. Hey, get the bigger on sword and stuff like that." It was oh crazy. Yeah. Read the manual that intently, like yeah. That was the only. It was the only way I could like. 
I just would Experience read like the game, yeah, by walkthroughs and just imagine like looking at the pictures and imagine playing it, and that was the closest I could get. I could that level of desperation that that you yeah. summed up. When when Harry got old enough, we all used to play together, and it was always a case of like I don't know. Sometimes it would be like I'd play stuff, and Louis would be telling me where to go, and Harry would be kind of like getting involved, going, "What's that over there? Maybe we should do that." And it was it was great. I was, was the just, youngest, so I didn't get the controller. You were, mm. well, just, well, for a long time you got the fake controller of like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the controller that wasn't oh, plugged yeah. in. <laughs> You're playing yeah. as Navi, don't worry about it. Yeah, Luigi like, players yeah. rise up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, but we did we did bond over some games. I don't know if do you remember mm. playing Dark Cloud, Harry? Oh my we used god. To play that Dark Cloud. Oh, no. I love Dark Cloud. It was yeah. the one where you it was like a random mm. dungeon maker, but you, you go guys. back and you, you build a like city as well dark, no. dark cloud and dark chronicle okay remember the big genie it was a big yeah genie. like purple we, genie we got to the last boss and we couldn't do it and we we did the meme of we got dad to beat the boss for us <laughs> yeah um, and I'm he gonna... used to come in and read the cutscenes for us <laughs> i'm gonna need you guys to reach out to your fire sprite folks who are now owned by sony and have them do some sort of dark dark cloud remake at some oh, point. Absolutely, Just get it, get it. I will put my job on the line. <laughs> get it, get it on the docket, like guys. Dark Chronicle was such a good like sequel. It needs to be more. There needs <laughs> yeah. to be more. That's great. a game I it, bought physically afterwards and spent a lot of money to have a physical version. Of it. I don't even know so how we came demo. across it. We just I don't know. There's so many nice. games in the past that I just kind of go. When did we, how did we even know to get this? I think mm. we just used to buy stuff based on box art or something. Probably. We had some really weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I remember playing like Jumping Flash 2. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Jumping that was a big oh, trouble classic. and little move. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. that was, that was trippy. Even just thinking about it now, it's like a really mm. trippy first person game. Um, yeah. I mean, part of the weird element as well, we're growing up was uh, our dad uh, was a graphic designer. And oh, wow. he still is. <laughs> he, well, he, he's a bit more of an artist now. Yeah, he's an artist but, now, like, but he's he does still until it. recently. Yeah, but yeah, he you know, would work with uh, Sony sometimes and et cetera. And but he designed the, the, was... the invitation to the very first uh, PlayStation party. In the UK, yeah. And In that's how UK, he got yeah. it, because he, he just got it for free. And, yeah. Uh, so interesting. We've had it deepens our connection with PlayStation, if anything. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was through that or something. But like, he would all, we would just sometimes find discs, and they looked yeah. kind of like demo discs. They were like completely black, and they just had the text on it. It wasn't like like handwritten or etc. It, it looked like an official demo disc. Games. Like a clear case, and it's like sometimes we'll be like, "What's this?" And he'd be like, oh. Yeah, he wouldn't like... have a clue. He'd just grab them and be like, I don't know, the kids are like this. Yeah, and that's how yeah. we, like, for example, and now I remember that especially because that was one final seven was that, and we asked that, and he was like, oh, yeah, and... he didn't remember getting it, and it just was in the box. We were like, but this is Final Fantasy VII. This is the game everyone's talking about. Yeah, and that's how we, we that's how we end up with so many weird random ones, like mm. Tombies, mm. that's Tomba. Oh, oh Tomba is a great, Tomba 2, one of my favorite platformers. We were stuck for mm. so long because I didn't time. know what EXP meant. <laughs> and they got to a point. I didn't at this point. I was, I was a stupid it. kid, and the there was a point where you get to the like the scary um, mansion house, and you mm-hmm. you have to get this thing. But it says it kept saying you need. You more don't e- need to get e- it. Actually, I learned that I, later on down the line. Oh my god! But we I had, had the no time idea. We 
we've did think that i've gone back and like 100 percent of it oh yeah i've, I've the same uh, but now i've played it but at the time we just got to this point and it was like you need more exp i was like what the hell is exp <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know yeah, exactly. how do i get exp like have i not been getting it since i've been playing it and Love i it. don't know it's just when you're a kid you have such a different like approach to playing i games. wish we could all be in that mindset like have my mind be of like a teen if i approached games back then but not be a teenager exactly that sucks. It does <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Uh, i feel bad we've not included harry on those this old it's not my era it's not my era. i was playing yeah. era. i was i was well these were doing that i was playing simpsons hit and run i was playing oh, we, we did play hit and run with you. Great game, i did want to ask what do you what do you remember playing with us because we did play a lot of stuff together i have a distinct memory of it being christmas and we had the new Dragon Ball Z game and B- Budokai. If you know Dra- Budokai, yeah. And if you know Budokai Dragon Ball 3? Z, there's always the bit where Goku fights uh, Frieza. And <laughs> I remember uh, Jake doing it and it was just failing, failing, failing. And I got to the point where he was very near the end of doing it and me just being little, I just couldn't watch. So I dived behind the sofa and just was like listening to the sound effects. Just <laughs> that That's a very distinct memory. We, we had so and many br- And then breaking the disc. <laughs> and then breaking the disc. Oh my god! Yeah. What? Because of that? I don't remember. No, that. no. So, I, it was I a separate it. one. It's yeah. a separate oh, one. Yeah. It was, this was this was Bugs and Taz partner partner in time. <laughs> Bugs and Taz. And I remember that because it was the disc was broken. Like you had accidentally broken it or something, and then yeah. you in your just like horror of having actually broken oh were like god, yeah. i'm going to frame my brothers for this. and then <laughs> oh you god, went to yeah. our dad and told him that we just got the disc and just snapped it in front yeah, of him we just for some snapped. reason <laughs> he immediately didn't believe him at he all was like, and was like bullshit. why did you break this they wouldn't break it why would they were like no we love i thought i was game. gonna get away with it i thought i was gonna get away with oh, it, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, well. yeah yeah, so like I said, video games was a big part of our right. growing up. Yeah. The thing that always <laughs> linked that, us yeah. together. Um, because like uh, our, me and Louis' parents split when we were young and they both went on and had kids. And Harry is, I guess, technically a half-brother, but just never. Yeah. it feels weird even saying that because right. we've grown up together. Um, so we would go, uh, we would see Harry and that on weekends. Um, and then as you get older, it's less frequently and stuff but it was always part of what we do we get together at the weekend and we'd be like right we're gonna this time we're gonna beat this boss on that thing and or we'd go to block we'd always go to blockbuster do you remember we went for a period of time of like exploiting game station and we would go and we'd play it quick and then hand it in we'd play it super quick and hand it back in it was so bad and be like i didn't like it and they'd give us some money back or give us or give us credit to get another game and we'd go Mm. and beat another game god that was bad i feel bad now (laughs) i I used to have a game fly account i was burn ps2 discs and put them on the on the uh like hacked ps2 with the um oh, I was gonna say, with the playstation no, one used to have I, the screen i had, I had a there. i had a flip top on the ps2 oh, so you would like you'd open it up and it was oh it's still seeing the disc so you would trick it into reading the burnt disc on the ps2 uh, yeah that's how they did it with the yeah because the playstation one they had a little spring that you'd put it yeah. on and this is how you'd play the like japanese mm-hmm. Wall z games but mm-hmm. um yeah, and now yeah. I'm waiting for a Steam Deck to put Duck Station on it one day. To That's play. Louis. Oh, yeah. That's, there we go. <laughs> the emulator master. That's the only reason I'm getting Steam Deck. Same here. Fill it with emulators. Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, but you already have your handheld. I, I, I don't care. I need more. I don't understand, Jake. It has to be on all 
all the devices, your phone, your switch, your laptop. Yeah, great. I think you actually, they can play it. How many copies of Final Fantasy VII do you have, Larry? Because you have it on everything that you can get it on, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the answer that. The answer much. is yes. Any any version, old Final Fantasy VII on you had PC, it on your phone as well. New right? Final Fantasy VII on Steam. I have. I got it on my phone. I got it on my iPads. I got it on uh, PSP. I got it on uh, obviously PS One. Got it on. I think it, I didn't have a PS3 actually. So not PS3. Yeah, PS3 uh, was a period of time where the I was PSP one. So I, technically, I guess I kind of did. You know, I got it on PS4. Got it on Switch. And every time I got this, I've completed it as well. I've completed Final Fantasy Always. 7. Always. It's an excuse to play it again. 14, yes. 15 times. I, I, I need to, I need help, but. <laughs> so, just to bring things back and round out the conversation, Lunar Effect. What oh, yeah. is the. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the, yeah, your game, your game. Yeah. What's okay. the trajectory? What's the sort of roadmap for this bad boy? Is there like a release date in mind? We're quite that, far from that. What does that what does that look like? Well, I, I understand, but what's the progress level so far, and when can we expect to play this? Master so it's so, it's something that we're it's again like we were saying it's currently in uh, pre production. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still working out the finer edges of what yeah. we want. This partly because partly because uh, I mean we already had a good plan uh, when we released the demo, but if anything, how well the demo was received and how much. You know, even we like was after watching other people play and seeing it, how much it kind of inspired us more. It kind of creeped up the scope a little bit more. Like, creep is it like ran up the scope, it, it sprinted <laughs> yeah, out the scope. You know, yeah. it just felt like we had something special, and it was like, okay, we yeah, <laughs> that definitely did extend things. We had forward, so much but, fun working uh, on it as well, but mm. Harry. Trajectory yeah, so in, in terms of we're in pre-production we're still kind of planning the you know where we exactly want this to go and in the actual size of it to, you know to be honest we know it's gonna be much bigger but we don't know exactly how big so far mm, uh, but once that's all figured out um we're hoping to then go into development um and hopefully when we're around about that time we can you know start sharing some more information sounds uh, great and let you know and see where we're at amazing yeah it's um, yeah. it's funny. We usually do the rapid fire portion of the show to learn more <laughs> about the guest. But I've, I've learned <laughs> more about you. It's a very Woodhouse thing, right? Exactly. <laughs> you so, don't choose to learn about us. We decide that you're going to learn about yeah, us. So <laughs> I, I, I got that. <laughs> so we will. I will still ask you guys a few questions. So. Right, quick let's, round then. Let's let's into get to a, a very rapid, rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ready. <sighs> All right. So let's see. Um, the three of you are trapped in a horror universe. Would you rather it be Resident Evil or Silent Hill? Uh, oh shit! I was about to say Silent Hill, but then I realized Resident Evil. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. As much as I hate Resident zombies. <laughs> Silent Hill is way too fucked it's up. Basically <laughs> way too fucked up. Also, yeah, there, is a, there is a lot of the world of Resident Evil that is not infected by zombies. So. Mm. Yeah, I'd be there chilling. Just <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, just don't so go bad. to Raccoon okay. City. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> or weird, creepy European. I stay uh, away from the police. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the the three of you are now plunked down into Resident Evil. Who oh amongst the three of you? Who's the Chris, Jill, Claire, Leon? Who's the 
Ada Wong, Wesker, and who's the bread? Mate, I'm zombie number five. I'm dead. <laughs> I've I've already given up. Are you all bread? I can't remember who's who. I remember the name Wesker, but I don't think I'm a Wesker. Okay, so <laughs> no, no, Louis, who would I be? Who would I? Yeah, be? actually, I think Louis needs to answer. Right, go on, Louis. Louis who are we? No, it's difficult partly because there's so many characters and there's only three. Yeah. But um, well, who's like I'll be Jill. Who's like your main lead, like hero character? Who's like your little side? mysterious are they a villain are they not situation and who gets laid out within five minutes of the game jay gets laid out jay, in five minutes yeah because he's up. just too scared I, too scared i'm way zombies. too scared i wouldn't just... be able to do anything absolutely so um, I'd, be, I'd be i'd actually kill myself i think yeah. <laughs> I, I would i wouldn't the idea of getting like eaten by zombies is just like ugh. nah i'd 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 rather not be conscious for that thing. i'll be leaving though i'll, I'll take leo uh, I guess oh, Leon, yeah, Leon's cool. Yeah, I'm probably far most likely to end up. <laughs> you are actually you are Wesker. You've got that kind of like delightful. Look it, yeah. Least, yeah. <laughs> so he he caused a zombie outbreak, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's like, but it makes sense, don't you see? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, I haven't played enough of them to make real comments on it. That's my problem. <laughs> okay, Louis and Harry, you each get a phone call. In the middle of the night, Jake's been arrested. <laughs> what what crime has Big Brother committed? Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, what are shots? I don't know, nothing major. What haven't just... I done? Yeah. What have you done? <laughs> if it I, I did... really done. Yeah. <laughs> Urinate in public or something, I don't know. Mm. Nah. Or, or, I don't know, just international drug <laughs> trade. That would be exciting, though. <laughs> <laughs> just that or yeah maybe it would be reckon... the opposite it would actually actually be like really surprisingly like intense like part of a drug cartel or something like, i'm really shit. happy to hear that's what you think because to me i imagine that would happen if for me just going if hey, fuck you copper oh that's <laughs> a good point yeah, <laughs> yeah sort of police officer because someone they told would, you to stay still would or just something. be a dick to me and i wouldn't be able to shut up and yeah i'd mm. get myself that's i would get myself in trouble absolutely 100 yeah, <laughs> I think that's the answer. Uh, let's see. So, Harry's the drug cartel. Nice. <laughs> Harry's the youngest of these bunch, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Louis and Jake, what is the dumbest way that Harry's ever injured himself? Oh my god, this is oh, so easy. Perfect. This is easy. This is easy. So easy. Oh, I've talked tell this story to my wife recently. Again, I think I've already told it before, but I can't Go stop on, telling it. This is the perfect question for her. I answer it. Shall I, shall I say it? Or oh, I think we all have different like all right, I'll do okay, my yeah, interpretations saying, yeah. of what yes. happened. So <laughs> I was very little. How old were um, you? You must have been like seven or eight or something. No, 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 no. Uh, like Younger? Five? No, no, five? yeah. About five or so. I don't and, know. Or something around there. This I is the part remember. where our parents are being like, of course it was there. So nah, who knows? But <laughs> um, I was I, I was absolute <laughs> big fan of Superman and um, loved it. I used to watch the like old animated, like the 1960s, you know, the classic, classic ones. And I had a, a Superman outfit and I used to wear that all so the time. Weird. And God. I was kind of jumping. And there's one day when I was just jumping around the living room, I had it on. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm jumping from seat to seat. I'm Superman. I'm flying everywhere. And I, I thought I was Superman. I believed it in all my heart. And, I, and the TV was playing Superman at the time. And I was like, Superman's strong. I, I could lift that TV. 
we're not, we're, we're not, not talking about TV. flat TVs. We're talking about the big ones with the big back bowl. CRT. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, Those God. ancient stuffs. And I was like, yeah, I'll lift that. So give it a go. And immediately I just buckle under the weight and drop it straight onto my leg, breaking the thigh bone of it. Um, was it one leg or both legs? One leg, one leg. Because the part of it is that he, oh, he the reason I Lord. asked that question is because he had to wear a cast on both of his legs yeah. and suddenly had yeah. to revert into crawling to get around anywhere. Yeah. So he <laughs> was, was so like, he was young, but old enough to not be crawling. And I remember we came over for Christmas and Certainly, we'd come in and be like, hey, everyone. And then Harry would just like, duk, 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 across the floor. <laughs> like, a zombie, like a zombie that had lost the bottom half of its legs. We something. were like, what yeah. the hell happened to him? We'd be like, oh, the idiot tried to lift a TV. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, per- it's a perfect question. Uh, I don't know how the you cast was like bow legged. That's why I only yeah, wanted to stand Because it went like that. So he, he couldn't stand because he'd be like, dig, dig. Um, and he just had this kind of like hole so he could go to the toilet. And he'd be like, need to go to the toilet. <laughs> So it was yeah, there's your answer. Wow, <laughs> and I think that's the only real injury you've really yeah, had. Yeah, really. Right? Yeah, you, got that one. Think... you should drink too much Vimto as well. That's the only other thing. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes for some really good enemy design right there. I'm just saying. They do. Oh, <laughs> oh wrong, my yeah. God. Oh, it's the cast. Something that shouldn't be crawling around. Crawling around. Shuffler. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Crawling that's away so in fun. shame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny that you asked that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like... No, easy. don't even need to discuss. We know what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a recent horror game that had a huge impact on you? We can go mm-hmm. with the. Uh, I think I kind of already yeah. said for me it was mm-hmm. Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. 100%. But I know I have this beautiful ability now to play all these games that everyone's already played for the first mm-hmm. time again. Mm-hmm. Well, not again. For me, it's the first time. So I'm always talking about stuff that everyone's already played for ages, but. For me, 100% Bloodborne, it was, it was just, it was scary as fuck. When I first played it, I I couldn't get past the first area. Mm. And I'd never played any Souls game or anything like that. And I got to the first bit where, and it, I was struggling like hell because I tried to take on the guy with the axe and stuff. And I went around the corner and there's this bonfire of all these people. And I literally just went, nope, I'm not playing that. <laughs> this, is this is just too much at the time i was i don't know anymore but i was smoking weed at the time and i was it was my heart was going like crazy i didn't know what was i just was like, i can't my friend that i'd worked with had been like you have to play this game this is one of the best games i've ever played in my life mm. it's it you're gonna absolutely love it and i gave him back the next day i was like i couldn't fucking play it i couldn't do it and then afterwards, Louis was always telling me about all oh, the law because he knows how much I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this playthrough, the law playthrough, this Maximilian dude guy. His, oh, um, yeah, he's a good His movie, law yeah. playthrough. Mm-hmm. And watching that, I suddenly was like, for one, I was like, this law is insane. Like, the story is crazy. It's scary, but it's like exciting and it's trippy and it's so good. And also watching it made me realize how I'd been play- approaching the game completely wrong and on how to play it and stuff. And recently I finally, I think since Christmas actually, just this last Christmas, I played them all for the first time. Um, I'm currently on Sekiro and it's way harder than everything else. Oh, it mm. is, yeah. Annoyingly so, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's like, okay, this is, it's not, it doesn't feel like a Souls game. It feels like a Tenchu game. But, um, right. 
but uh, you got yeah. a few months for Elden Ring comes out, so just get oh, back God. In. oh God, don't start. With I'm these booking two a week Elden off Ring. work for Elden <laughs> Ring. Yeah, a full <laughs> week. He's booking out. Oh, yeah, I'm taking a whole week. I mm-hmm. have to. I love it. Louis, what, think, was your, what was your one? I think I'm wondering what your one was. For me, there, yeah. I mean, there's man, there's been some good ones. Uh, but I think answer. the one that's most engaged with me and maybe really, you know, think a lot about horror inspire me a lot because that's that's one of the main things when a horror game can really inspire me that i know it's making a big impact and that was uh kitty horror shows uh anatomy mm. that game really like yeah it's so interesting game, yeah mm, and it really Pretty and good. in some ways inspired me about thinking about what horror can be without just being like combat as well mm. thinking about how Mine's... it presents itself one similar one similar in terms of like it's probably it's not really well it is a horror but it's not really a horror i only revisited it recently which is outer wilds oh, i was actually okay, thinking okay. i was thinking the deal outer wilds was possible it's on my list that's a good choice yeah yeah because it's very much again like what we're wanting to go for very cosmic horror very like what we're wanting to cosmic horror yes totally totally you need to play it this is one i'm literally sucked into fun fantasy 14 at the moment oh god you're done you are yeah i can't get out of it i'm just i'm gonna do Endwalker, then i'm do elden ring then i'm gonna be free man Anyway, sure. sure. But, but I, uh, I'll have to play Outer Wilds. But yeah, Outer Wilds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's that, and also I th- like I was going to bring up early, but I think it's a really good one for for me focusing on narrative. Is there's no handholding in that. You're let mm-hmm. loose, and you have to figure it all out yourself. And that's part of what makes that game so special to me is that self discovery, and you feel like you did it, and all of those kind of aspects. And also just no spoilers, obviously, for where it kind of goes, but just the absolute in all-encompassing nature of what it becomes and and what it's trying to tell in such a unique way so it's funny you say that because that's how i feel about bloodborne because it yeah, does give I you this like world yeah it gives you this way to go except it doesn't it very much doesn't hold your hand um mm. It's but so, if it's, you're describing it like that, then i'll have to you like it yeah, yeah like it's really it. it's really interesting especially from a, a game maker's perspective because I admire them for their bravery of having the game so much be based on like your knowledge. And there's so little handholding that you could just <laughs> accidentally complete the game in five minutes. If I you heard, just this is know that game. what you're I doing. Heard about it is that game. Yeah. Like if you just know what you're doing, you could discover stuff way before you're supposed to, before the right story beats, because it's still so much That's like cool. you want players to like enjoyed the story as you are telling it but uh, that's cool just I like how that. much they bared themselves to just be like and it's all there and anytime in any order you know they try to nudge you in certain i like that that sounds cool i'm gonna have to yeah, play it. it yeah you definitely <laughs> should it's yeah it's a really interesting game and especially yeah and with the dlc recently being a lot more spooky mm. it definitely fits nicely into that because yeah it scared the shit out of me <laughs> especially oh, interesting i'm not very good at game. ironically play, making a horror game i'm not very good at getting scared you can turn this. off the you can turn off the spooks they've got a setting which makes it mm. not scary oh less scary but yeah less yeah. scary it's definitely oh less scary. i'm about to but... embarrass myself again even that's too scary <laughs> mm. well that's the, that's the other interesting thing i am very easily scared a lot I'm really, really easily scared by yeah, things. Actually, I true. barely what I could barely. Well, I've gotten a lot better, but I used to barely be able to play any horror games, or even now I struggle with a lot of horror games. Uh, but I also found a weird fascination with horror as well and horror games, and 
I can't remember where the quote was from. I think it might have been uh, some of the people involved with Silent Hill, but I remember hearing a quote saying they specifically would hire people who got easily scared because mm. it's the they know people how who, to be scared. Yeah, yeah, they know what's scary. The people who know horror too well and don't get scared by anything, all they can kind of do is just emulate the tropes of like, this is what the horror is instead of mm. being like, you know, it's like Junji Ito. He's such a mild-mannered, terrified man. But like <laughs> the reason why he can do it is because he just, he's just, you, they, all the interviews with him and how did you come up with this scary thing? It just goes, I had a nightmare about it and it scared the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. So that's I where some kind of the best scary the stuff come from. I think exactly. that's why the world needs like a Kojima-led horror game because that man oh. is a self-proclaimed like <laughs> wussy. Absolutely, and yeah. The idea of what a horror game looks like to him in a grander scope than what pt was i think the world deserves that mm. vision oh yeah that's cool. my one request state. is that he gets a screenwriter someone else <laughs> oh yeah stuff. he needs a handler he needs like, like he needs he needs someone, someone like i am a wrangler listen because mm. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> george like lucas a scenario or it's like oh i yeah. know best let me do my shit <clears> it's like bro you can't Really, right. Your bulldozer, well. yeah. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> me, me, and Louis have had many long, mm. vocally loud conversations mm. about Kojima and Death mm. Stranding, and oh my we god, both, we both yeah. have very different takes on that game. Mm. Um, I but... think the second that Princess Beach joke. Oh my god! I was, I was already lost. Way I, I, was, I was lost. <laughs> way I absolutely loved it. I, I mean, I loved it too, but it's like, oh, Kojima! It's such a Kojima thing to do in a game. Yeah, I think that's so, part of the difference as well. I can like, uh, <laughs> I'm not being, I'm not sitting there being like everything he writes is is magic. But I, you know, <laughs> right. I'm like, but I love how dumb and goofy he gets. Yes, I, I, yeah. like that line. I was like, oh my god, that's so terrible. I love it. I love this. Game I felt so bad much. for Norman Reedus having to say it out too. loud. <laughs> like I felt, yeah, I felt like he must have read. That he earned his paycheck like, with that line. Like, like just, wait, just say it. Is this a typo or something? Just no. Just into the it. mic, no, please. Do it. Into the mic, please, please Mr. Reedus. And um, I, and also, just I that that game actually, I think, made me realize I don't know if I really like famous actors in games because I just ooh. kept being like, "Oh, look, it's Mads Mikkelsen." Right. Like, mm. It just felt like, "Oh, now Mads Mikkelsen is saying stuff," mm. and I love Mads Mikkelsen. I think he's a great mm. actor, but there was, yeah. it felt like he. Someone was just like, "Oh, Mads is Mads is talking to himself in the corridor. Quick, go get the camera because he just is that like. Oh, and now I'm going to give this speech. I've, I've platinum that game, and I'm realizing now I'm having trouble remembering uh, the main character's name and Mads Mikkelsen's name because I always name them. Yeah, no I always say Reedus Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> so that's kind of a good point. I don't mind it, but I can I see what you mean. Are. Yeah, I think I he needs he needs a, a decent like screen editor editor and also and also like stop star fucking like i know he loves movies yeah 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 he like keeper sutherland i said said, make a movie if you want to make a movie yeah just make a film dude make a movie it's very much like me i think yeah yeah (laughs) but it's but it's the same thing with quentin tarantino since Mm. his famous editor died he hasn't made anything nearly as good and it's because part of making something really good is having someone else coming in and going, nope, nope, what the hell were you thinking? <clears throat> and putting it together into something coherent. And I mm-hmm. think if if he could have some 
his own version of that. I can't remember what her name was. But if he could have his own version of that, I think I, because I loved all of his, I loved all of the Metal Gear Solid games. Mm. Um, I didn't play PT again. I don't think I had the console at the time and two scary games. So I just didn't mm, play it. Right. Um, what else did he do? Is he just done? I mean, he did a zombie. Snatch. Unless zombie you go back to Snatchers. Oh, yeah, 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 he did actually. a zombie thing. Yeah. <laughs> Psychonauts and Snatcher, yeah. Uh, mm. I, don't know. I mean, a police. Yeah, thought, I sorry, mean, I said psychonauts. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm sorry. So sorry, police thoughts. <laughs> police thoughts. Police, police cops. Police cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's. Oh, speaking of making things good that were mm. bad, think of the last question. Think of a mm. horror franchise that didn't do so well or is absolute dog shit, and you're now given the chance. To work on it to make it better, <clears throat> which okay. which IP would that be? So, no. Wow, you can, do, you can do that. I'm not gonna. It's too yeah, yeah, yeah no, some, but for the, some, for the uh, concept, but I guess if you make it good, I guess you can make a game. You can make a good game if the film didn't exist. The games were awful. Well, there were two shitty no, saw games. I, yeah, yeah, oh, they know, are but notoriously you, bad. But if you took the concept and there was never a film, I think you could make something. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. It's very much yeah. that concept of you know competing games like recently came out like squid game and making it along those lines Dude, of that kind of concept fall guys meet squid game that has to be a new game <laughs> that's that a good one i saw a reason why people playing it in like roblox and i stuff saw a now. great youtube yeah. video of somebody who took the um i can't remember which game it was from squid game but put the full guy sound effects over the top of it with the music in the background <laughs> oh i need to see the, like, little, like, noises of full oh game. that's golden that sounds amazing <laughs> i need to find that that sounds amazing <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a horror franchise that I know of. I, that, Mothman prophecies, just, maybe. But is that a horror film? That was like a thriller. That would be a cool. I always wanted that to be way better. Mothman prophecies. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? God damn it! I can't even. Especially remember. in terms of like game series, I can't remember. Are we talking games my or mind, just like we could do either or either or at least, I believe just yeah like it might yeah I think for me it'd be easy with, to think with uh films or TV many because like when it comes to games like all the bad ones I just my mind just blanked out mm-hmm. <laughs> all I can I remember, remember I'm like oh name I that one but I, it's good so I, I remember like, scenes from it but I don't remember the names of the films you didn't play like Martian Gothic on PS One or Countdown oh, Vampires on PS One oh I do know those ones that's Wait, a good what? point. <laughs> Yeah, those, those ones would be. Is Bobsy a horror? Bobsy three. I, I mean, in, in many ways, it is. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. <laughs> percent. I have nightmares about it. Uh, mm. This is hard. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'd love to make I a think... retro game of the lighthouse. Well, oh, a no, point and click adventure. I still need to play that. Play that under the skin. God damn it. I'm getting play my that. medias mm. mixed up. I need to need watch to that. Yeah, lighthouse is amazing. Need to watch. I've got loads. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, but that's not a horror, is it? Is Lighthouse a horror? Mm, or... Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, Again, I need to watch it. That's yeah. a... See, I love horror films. I don't like, I've always struggled with horror games because it's so much more intense when you're the protagonist in it, mm. whereas you're watching a protagonist mm. is something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh man, I can't. Gremlins? <laughs> Gremlins. Gremlins is great. That's a Christmas about. film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a Christmas horror film. Uh, well, if anything, actually, if anything, I mean, to be fair, not that they did it badly, but like in any possible way, I could engineer the the 
comeback of Dino Crisis. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Dino, Dino Crisis. Yeah, well, I that mean, was so listen, good. The last the game was, was shit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> was this, a movie? this fits. Yeah. Wait, there was a movie? No, there was, there was a, a movie? There was game. a third game that was shit. Yeah. Oh, and then there was like oh, those, was there was like Dino Stalker, like some FPS spinoff oh, series mm. they did with like a gun. That's that was a game that I watched Louis play and I thought it was really cool because I could deal with that because he didn't have zombies. It was dinosaurs. I could. Mm-hmm. It was like Resident right. Evil, but it was dinosaurs. So there it is. Yeah. I changed my... Oh, I should have said oh. the thing. The thing. Oh, the thing. The thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, thing. the game was good. The game was really good for that. Mm-hmm. I, I never think. played that. It was great in terms Man, of allies. I'm away could... from this realizing I have to watch and play a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the thing's great. Yeah, you had, you it was do. a game where you had allies and like like um, NPC allies. It's among us, with basically. You. Yeah, but, <laughs> before there was they come with you. They come with you. You could make them heal you and you give them weapons and everything. But there's like if you turn your back on them, you turn back and they're normal. But they may have suddenly got infected, and mm-hmm. at the worst moment possible, oh, they change into the beast. Such a good film, like mm-hmm. and just story in general. I think I would work with you on that game because I'd love that game. I said I said guys, I wanted to guys. make Dead Space okay. <laughs> the thing. Finish this game so first. <laughs> oh, what was it called? What's that fucking film? It's it, this gets to mix both of my genres that are like horror and sci-fi. Um, Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Ooh, yeah. that's a good one. Mm-mm-mm. Event Horizon. That's, a, that's a fucked up film. <laughs> that's I so weird. I love that movie. Mm. It's that so weird. Hmm? So Same as Icarus. I haven't seen Icarus. I don't even know of Icarus. I know of Icarus, but not the movie that you're yeah, specifying. Yeah. I'll send it to you later. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Okay. So that was a short answer. Yeah. <laughs> I think we agree on the thing. I think the right. thing would be the thing is probably the most overall, I think. I'd definitely mm-hmm. do that. It just yeah. we all we collectively have a love of uh and what's cosmic horror. So yeah. Fear of the unknown. Just... You should watch Sunshine is another good life. Oh, I, I, I was wrong. It's not called Icarus. It's called film. Sunshine. I don't know oh, why. Okay. Hey, I've always wanted to watch this. There it is. Yeah. That's the one that, I meant. Is that cosmic horror kind of? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I need to watch it then. Absolutely. Yeah, I know man. I need it to watch it, but it's I just like a lot around to it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I, always, like. I always mix those what those ones like that Event Horizon and Sunshine and stuff. I always like, in my mind, I'm always like, what was it? Like yeah, it was like close, too close to the sun, and I no, I mean they're all sense. very similar. They're all very the early two thousands was a hotbed for this kind of like sci-fi mm, kind horror. of Independence Day, all of mm, this kind of mm, stuff. Right. Mm. Um, what, was, I can't remember this. There's loads of I don't know the name. Anyway, Dead Space it? again. I'm oh, that's the same thing I said I'd make if I could, mm. like remake if it didn't exist. But yeah, oh, mm. Dead Space. I, love that game. I never played that. All right, all right, gents. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. This has been. A lot of fun. I could go yeah. on about horror and all this shit till the end. Of this is why we struggle with time. our week. We have weekly meetings. How do you find time to work struggle. when we this don't. is what you guys It takes talk about, about two, three hours each. Yeah, I can imagine. Every weekend. How do you make it <laughs> up like this? When you're like, okay, meeting's over. <laughs> it's like, Great we got nothing done. Yeah. We don't do anything in the meetings, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when this game eventually comes out, where can our listeners follow you guys for the progress? Wish list on Steam. Give us all the social media plugs. I think Louis the master for this. All, all the show. Yeah. Uh, no. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at Negative Entity, not Entities. Unfortunately, that was not. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. We're going to buy them out one day. That was yeah. a little bit. <laughs> it was yeah, it was so annoying, especially because it just it's not taken anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Just Twitter. 
we'll find no it. But yeah, that's a good place to follow progress. It's just part of it's a it's nice, easy place to, to be able to post that kind of stuff. Uh, we have uh, a, a bit of a splash domain, uh, the hyphen lunar hyphen effects.com. Is there. Rolls off the tongue. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, once again, without the hyphen, that costs a lot more money. But <laughs> that's. Uh, from there, that's a good place to find some of the uh, sort of parts, like the Steam page, because uh, we are on Steam at uh, Lunar Effects. You can uh, play the demo that we've got up there now. You can also find us on uh, HIO. Also, negative entities should be pretty easy to find. Once again, you can find the demo there and follow us either of those places. Do indeed please wish us again. <laughs> yes, Steam, Steam is a good place to, to send yeah. us some love. Yes. Oh yeah, these found people seem to have a bit of a market. Yeah. <laughs> just a, just a fraction of the market. Just, yeah, just the just the mm. innate odor. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents. Well, thank you so much. This was a lot of fucking fun. Seriously, mm. thank you. <laughs> any any that. chance to geek out about horror? I'm here oh. for it every day <laughs> of the goddamn week. <laughs> Especially yeah. in October, a month <laughs> yeah. long. Louis is obsessed. This is our this is our month, guys. This is it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Well, until next time, listeners. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Louis, Harry, and Jake. You guys are awesome. The game looks great, and I can't wait for it to come out at some point. And any future thing or Dino Crisis remakes, we'll get on that at some point. <laughs> and watch uh, this space, right? <laughs> and uh, as always, listeners, please be excellent to each other and don't lift TVs that are too heavy to lift. <laughs> you are not Superman. You are you not might, Superman. You are in, yeah. You are not <laughs> Superman. <laughs> and with that, take care. <laughs>